everybody, it's your favorite mustachioed otaku, the Manic Mustache, coming at you pre-recorded and live. That's right, once again tonight, we are joined by, well, I'm joined by myself, that's right, hanging out in the treehouse, hanging out, hanging loose. Once again, if you miss any part of the show, remember, we're also on Spotify and uh, Stitcher. If you're listening to us on podcast, we are live uh, at least three to four times a week on uh, Mixler and a live chat option. Anything you want to talk about, send us, uh, you know, send us something in our DMs on Twitter at uh, Treehouse Duo. And then, of course, uh, my personal uh, Twitter is I don't have one. I got to get around to that. I feel like I am uh, failing at this whole uh, social media and uh, self-promotion thing. But I'll tell you who's not doing a bad job at uh, self-promoting. Um, Jesus Christ, where did that go? Kamala Harris. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, um, she's going through some stuff right now. Uh, yeah, I was just, um, turned on to this. Oh, guess I forgot to turn off my own phone. Hey, good job. Um, where was I? Jesus. Sorry, live radio, right? As it were. So, Kamala Harris. She's, um, she's not looking too good right now. Um, I know she ain't doing real good when CNN just, like, drops a hit piece on her. And that was fun. And since it's been a long time since I've, uh, shit-talked, uh, Kamala Harris, here we go. So this is, um, this is from CNN right here. Uh... I don't know the guy. So CNN exclusive AIDS worn out by. Uh, so uh, the headline is AIDS worn out by dysfunction in the vice president's office. So tension and frustration behind the scenes between Vice President Kamala Harris and the White House. The accounts come from nearly three dozen current and former Harris AIDS administration officials, Democratic operatives donors and outside advisors who spoke to CNN about the complex reality inside the White House. On Could it be? Isn't the vice president just supposed to be there just in case the president, something happens to the president? Like that's, I don't know what the vice president did before this. As I understood it, they were just supposed to go out and um, kind of sh- kiss babies, shake hands, shoot their friends with uh, fucking shotguns in the face. Yeah, that happened, but let's see what's going on here. On one side, members of Harris's inner circle who believe she's being sidelined and set up to fail instead of being- Like I said, sidelined to do what? What is the vice president? What's the duty of the vice president? Being positioned to be a future president. One former uh, high-level uh, Harris aide put it this way, we put this up on screen, they're consistently sending her out there on losing issues in the wrong situations for her skill set. Okay, what are your skill skits, Kamala? Let's hear it. All right. What are you good at? You're good at cackling. You're good at acting really unnatural around children who are actors. CNN has also learned Harris has told confidants uh, she feels constrained in what she's able to do. The mood apparently summed up by the satirical headline from The Onion uh, goes like this, that Harris defenders sometimes pass around when they're feeling annoyed. Uh, White House urges Kamala Harris to sit at computer all day in case emails come through. Of course, it's not. Yeah. So that's, so this is what we're mad about? I don't know. 
I feel like I, it, it felt a lot bigger originally, but then don't worry, I promise. Not that bad inside the White House, but on the other side of things, you have West Wing staffers who say they are completely exasperated, throwing up their hands at what they perceive as some of Harris's awkward mistakes, including some uh, cringy answers on Israel and the border crisis. Sources tell CNN there's also the belief that Harris's staff has repeatedly failed her. So with the border crisis, yes, they asked her, hey, did, did you go to the border? Have you been to the border? I haven't been to France. Yeah. And um, what was the other thing here? Didn't miss that. Harris's awkward mistakes, including some uh, cringy answers on Israel and the border crisis. Yeah, I don't know what you said about Israel, but um, am I? All, are we all right with um, cringe now being part of the um, common vernacular? Like, that was weird. Like, you can't see this dude, but he is white. And I'm talking white um, and gray. And just watching him say cringe was like watching, um, God, who was that? It was like Wolf Blitzer say, oh, me so horny. Oh, I got to look that up later. But let's continue. Sources tell CNN there's also the belief that Harris's staff has repeatedly failed her and left her exposed. I'm joined. How exposed, though? I mean, we're talking like, like, like metaphorically or like physically. Cause I've had that happen before. You get a butt cheek out and ain't no one trying to help my brother out. A nut get free. Just no one says nothing. Yeah. I feel you, Kamala. Joined now by the journalist behind all of this reporting, CNN senior reporter, Isaac Dever. This guy looks, holy shit. He looks like the love child of Bert and Ernie. If like Bert. So listen, I don't care. Let's be real about this. Like Jim Henson said, they're puppets. All of that being said, this dude looks like the love child of Bert and Ernie. Oh, you know how they did it and mixed up the, well, you know what they did. So I'm going to guess that Bert had to put his seed in Ernie's sister. And there you go. That's how they had the baby. All right. That's my idea. Uh, Isaac, uh, great stuff, as always, from you. Uh, let's begin with what's going on uh, with Harris's office. What's with all the finger pointing behind the scenes? Uh, you know, as I was describing it to somebody, you know, this is what uh, political reporting was like when we were on Earth One right. before Donald Trump came along. Sometimes this. Hang on, how did, what? So this is a symptom of, how did you blame Kamala Harris's problems on Trump? Wow. Like, how do, I, I want to ask him, hey, bro, how does it feel to have Donald Trump live rent-free in your head? Because seriously, like, that's all you got? It's like, well, this was happening, this wasn't happening until Donald Trump... Dude, we didn't have this kind of access, number one. Number two, what? Like, how did you make him part of this? You said cringe in Donald Trump, bro. Come on, man. Come on. This goes on behind the scenes at administration, and so it's not too surprising. Describing it to uh, Isaac, uh, great stuff. Sorry, I had to go back a little bit. 
As always from you, uh, let's begin with what's going on uh, with Harris's office. What's with all the finger pointing behind the scenes? Uh, you know, as I was describing it to somebody, you know, this is what uh, political reporting was like when we were on Earth One right. before Donald Trump came along. Sometimes this goes on behind the scenes at administration, and so it's not too surprising that it's happening now, but very interesting. It does. So your critique is that we're even reporting on this? Well, then don't fucking report on it. But of course, the particular situation here is that Kamala Harris is perceived as someone who is likely to be running for president in the future. Dear God, please don't let her run for president. Don't do it. Why is she perceived that way? She's run in the past. She's the incumbent vice president. Yeah, except that she got like, what, 2% of, of the elect? Like, she dropped out before. I know every fucking. Oh, man, I'm saying it. I know that every fucking Republican pundit says it, but she dropped out before California. That's how unpopular she is politically. I feel like she just fails up, and I don't know how you do that. Like, I knew how you did that, like, in in the government jobs, but I didn't know you could do that in, in, a, uh, in politics. Like that was the joke growing up when you had when you had homies, you know, when your dad had a homie that was uh had a had that good government job, and they're like, "How did he become a supervisor?" He's like, "He's a moron." They go, "Yeah, you know, they can't fire you. All they can do is promote you." So this, I mean, this dude got promoted all the way up to like a freaking circuit supervisor or something. Dude couldn't even show up on time. That type of situation. One of those dudes. So, yeah, but I didn't know you could do this in in politics. But fair enough. Also, Joe Biden will be 82 years old in 2024. Yes, and his cracker, his, his cheese has already slipped off of his cracker, all right? Or it's slipping, bro. And don't give me this bullshit about he stutters, all right? I used to st st stutter, all right? He didn't. I'll wait and listen for someone to send me a video. If you want to do it at the half baked, sorry, at Treehouse Duo on Twitter, slide it into our DMs. Hell, make us a mention. Hashtag I am a gorilla. And um, yeah, like I said, if anybody shows would like to send me a video of Joe Biden stuttering, be more than happy to take that into consideration. But he didn't start having a st 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 stutter until he started to freaking forget where he was. So don't piss down my back and tell me it's extra. What? He says he's running for president uh, for re-election. Uh, there's no reason to take him, not take him at his word. But if that doesn't turn out to be the way that things go, she could be running for president in a year. Right. Uh, this could be. And, and hang on, running for president in a year? Did I miss something? For re-election, uh, there's no reason to take him, not take him at his word. But if that doesn't turn out to be the way that things go, she could be running for president. In a year, right? Uh, this could be, and and she could be on the ballot herself, if not a, as the presidential nominee, as Biden's running mate again, needing to validate someone who'll be saying to the country, "Keep me in power until I'm 86 years old." There's a lot of 
political weight on her for that. And then, of course, there's the historical weight, people who look to her as the, the first black, first woman in, in power in this position, the first woman of color in this position. And all of that, what goes into that. First woman in power? Wait, hang on, I got to hear that again. Wait, people who look to her as the, the first black, first me in power until I'm 86 years old. There's a lot yeah. of political weight on her for that. And then, of course, there's the historical weight, people who look to her as the, the first black, first woman in, in power in this position, the first woman of color in this First woman in power in this position? And I'm, I'm confused. And then he had to stumble over his work because he forgot that, oh, that's right, because she's, She's only black when it when when they need her to be black, and he was like stumbling over it because he was like the first black. What can, what's the politically correct term? Because he ain't trying to get canceled on CNN, right? He's like first black woman. We are people of color, and how come the Indians don't get no like, uh, like there's not a lot of Indians being like oh, and you know, Seven Eleven not teepees, and. I've never heard of, and but they never talk about Kamala Harris being Indian, right? It's always black. I think they might have said Asian, but they don't want to say Asian because the Asians are still doing too damn good. Let's be totally honest. Whatever they're doing, I would like some of that. You know, I would like to find me a mail order tiger mom. That would be awesome, right? Like, I don't know how that translates to, like, the husband, but if I could get me one of those and then just raise a family that way, I think I like that idea. You know what? I'm going to look into this one. Mail order tiger mom. Hmm. You know, she could raise my kid. You know, we have kids. She raises them. And I could just sit back and just pay the therapy bills after they turn 18, right? And then at the end, I've got at least... I mean, at least with the two kids, they'd be able to take care of us, right? There's my retirement plan. Thank you, Tiger Mom. Position. And all of that, what goes into that, and people wanting to see her really succeed and, and get out. So I'm still unsure what seems to be the problem here, other than Kamala Harris is just not doing a very good job at her job. Or any part of her job. I don't know what the vice president's job is. Let's be totally honest. I just thought the vice president was there to be just in case he gets, you know, he catches something in the neck. He gets JFK'd. But I didn't know that he was supposed, like, I thought you were already supposed to know how to do the job when you got there. It wasn't like one of those, like, oh, it's, I mean, hey, uh, you're the vice president now, and if anything goes sideways, well, you know, hey, we, we'll wing it, right? No, I thought you were supposed to be qualified for the job, even though her only reason she got picked was because she was a person, a woman of color. And that's what Joe Biden said, and congratulations. The worst thing is, is that this was actually a token pick because there was, I mean, isn't like Tulsi Gabbard like have something too? Like that would have been, but doesn't look good on the optics, right? That's all I'm saying is that she's like they're definitely doing everything they can to make sure she don't become because 
I cannot handle. Here's what I don't want, because basically whoever Trump runs against, that's who's going to win. And I don't want it to be Joe Biden because I feel like this is elder abuse. And I don't know what Kamala Harris is going to do because she's just going to laugh. I don't know if I could deal with that, bro. Like, is that how she brings world peace? Just cackles them to fucking death? She just starts laughing. They think she's batshit. And there's like, give her what she wants, homie. But yeah, Kamala's just... Um, I, I, in case you just joined us anyway, this is the Half-Baked Treehouse. I'm still your host, The Manic Mustache. I'm trying to shit-talk Kamala Harris here, but it's just... So many things wrong with her. And then this wonderful thing from Yahoo News, which is just a... I, I love this. This is why I get mad. This is why nobody trusts anybody anymore in news. And also, like I said, nowhere... On, and here's one of the things that I like. So this is a CNN piece. Um, what was I looking at here? Sorry, this... So I'm looking at this other piece. I decided to check out on the Washington Post. Washington Post. Blah, blah, blah. Sorry, not Washington. New York Post. Sorry, my bad. And right up top, it is labeled opinion. Kamala Harris is a very weird person. I agree. But over here, Tucker Carlson uh, from Yahoo News, Tucker Carlson claims Kamala Harris is, quote, not from this country because she went to school in Canada. And if you watch the clip, that's literally not what he said. But, hey, at least they had the scruples to put the clip in there. And I give them that, I guess. And what the real thing is here, and I feel like it's a bait and switch almost. They're like, oh, you won't get this far. Because he literally says it for like, so his whole thing is that Kamala um, has a history of dating powerful men. Like, that's what she said. I'm still trying to figure out how she, you know, got to where she is. Like, I don't get it, bro. But hey, we'll let Tucker tell the story. So the one thing we know for sure about Kamala Harris is we should all be very, very grateful to have her. Is it just me or does Tucker Carlson have that voice that like that? I want to punch him in the face voice. Yeah. It's like it's not so much that he he thinks that he's smarter than you. It's that I know that I'm smart because I'm pretty sure he's, he's a smart dude. And I feel like maybe it's just me. But when he talks, I feel like he's his tone is like, I know I'm smarter than you, bro. But maybe not bro, because I don't think smart people say bro. Or because she's historic for reasons that no one ever explains. But there's a lot of Oh no, the one dude explained it because she's a woman in first power of color. We don't know about Kamala Harris. Most people probably don't know she really grew up in Canada. That's where she went to high school. She's not from this country in that sense. He literally says in that sense. So... And I understand what he's trying to say, which is that, yeah, she doesn't, she didn't grow up in this. She didn't grow up here. Let's be real. Your formative years are, sh are shaped. And, and actually this article even says it. I think it was, uh, she went junior high and high school. So there you go. Fact check. 
or she's certainly also from Canada. Okay, didn't know that doesn't mean she's not going to be a good vice president, but why haven't we heard that? By the way, how did someone who clearly is not liked by the people around her and clearly isn't very good at her job get so high up? Well, we know her first meaningful job in politics was given to her by her boyfriend at the time, who's married, Willie Brown, most powerful Democrat in California. But we yeah, and here's the thing. I don't know why Willie Brown is so powerful or whatever, but why is the picture that they're showing? Like, here's the thing. Kamala laughs weird. But, like, her face is weird about it, if that makes any sense. Like, her normal face, just like her normal chill face, is whatever but when she's trying to act like a human it's a weird face she makes we know that willie brown is not the only powerful person she dated and this is pretty interesting we're not exactly sure what to make of it but it turns out that kamala harris also dated the tabloid tv show host montel williams who's always doing okay and what does that have to do with the price of rice in china there mr carlson like okay so she dated two Powerful black dudes. Doing shows about people's weird sex lives. We know that because of this video. Watch. Long before she met Doug Emhoff, she dated some prominent men, including in 2001, former... Now I don't know who the other chick is, so he's holding two hands. Montel Williams is. Montel Jordan. Montel Jordan, Montel. Anyway, does not matter. But he's holding two hands. And, huh, interesting. I wonder if, I wonder which one's his side piece talk show host Montel Williams. Back then, he was the famous one and had to introduce her to the paparazzi. So we know that Montel Williams called her Kamala. We also know she calls herself Kamala sometimes. Okay, so nobody knows how to say her name. Your point is, sir. But that's kind of all we know. So what was that relationship like? What did Montel Williams think of it? So we would love to talk to Montel Williams. No, sir. I would love to talk to Montel Williams. All right. I grew up watching that show in a trailer out here on the West Side. All right. So if anyone gets to interview Montel, I know what you're going to say. It's going to be me. About his torrid relationship with Kamala or Kamala. Because that might be one of those blanks we'd like to fill in. Anyway, he is always welcome on this show. Meantime, we know that Kamala Harris having some problems as vice president. CNN has just published this report. And by the way, they spent a long time telling us how great she is and how thrilled we should be to have her. But now they're telling us, this is the name of the piece, exasperation and dysfunction inside Kamala Harris's frustrating start as vice president. Yeah, what? I mean, I'd be frustrated too if my boss was just pooping his pants, I guess. Is the nicest way to put it. Um. Yeah, I don't know what they expect. Like, I don't know what. Uh, like, I need someone to tell me what the vice president does. Seriously. If someone can tell me that, I think that's what I need to know. And then maybe I could be as outraged as everybody else is about Kamala not knowing what to do or whatever. Like, the only thing I thought she was supposed to be is, like, in charge of the border. She was supposed to be the border czar. And 
It didn't happen. We still got um, illegal aliens or undocumented Mexicans that aren't Mexican, non-Mexican, non-Mexican border jumpers. I don't know what you would call them. All right. All I'm saying is you have people coming to this country illegally and Kamala was supposed to, Vice President Harris was supposed to um, fix it. And I understand it's a no-win situation, but now it's like, hey, we're just going to pay him 400000 At least that's what's being alleged. But Joe Biden said it didn't happen, but then it did. I mean, well, his press secretary had to clarify, and then he was like, well, it ain't that much money, but fuck. How much money? God damn. I think I need to go across the border, get separated from my child, and try to cash in on one of them checks. Shit, I can't even get a cell phone to explode in my freaking pocket. Imagine me getting some of that goddamn money. But hey, I promised you this. Take a break here in the Half-Baked Treehouse. Come right back. I don't know what we're going to talk about anymore. It's not going to be Kamala. Kamala? It ain't going to be about the vice president. But it's going to be something probably as less important as this. All right, this is the Half-Baked Treehouse. We'll be right back. We are back. That's right. We're back in the half big treehouse. I am your host, the Manic Mustache. So, like I said, I promised you that I didn't know what we were going to talk about after this second half. I'm just winging it. Seat of my pants, if you will. Um, there's so much, so much to do. But one of the things was, um, that's right. So there was, it, it, coming back to Donald Trump, okay? Everyone keeps on talking about Donald Trump. They need Donald Trump to be the boogeyman. Why? So for those of you who don't know, I watched this little show, and I enjoy it. It's called uh, Firing Line with uh, Margaret Hoover. And I saw this the other day, and it kind of it caught me off guard, and I didn't really notice it or even think about it until I had said something about the whole thing, how Donald Trump... What, Donald, why are we talking about Donald Trump? And then I remembered this. So... Here's a little part of this interview. He's a, uh, so, uh, so uh, Margaret is, um, she is interviewing a uh, Chinese defector, architect or engineer, something to that effect. He, uh, he, he made the China, so where they had the Olympics, he designed that, all right? So he's kind of a big deal in China, kind of, I guess. Well, not anymore, because he ran away. He was like, fuck this. I mean, I don't even think you can drop smoke bombs in China. But um, I'm trying to think. huh? But anyway, he, he tells a story about he gets out of China, but that's not here nor there. Let's just watch or listen. In your case, listen to me. In your book, you're describing the directives of Mao Zedong during the Cultural Revolution that would be distributed publicly every night. And then you write, this is your quote, they served a function similar to Donald Trump's late night tweets while in office. They were the direct communication of a leader's thoughts to his devoted followers, enhancing the sanctity of his authority. So do you see Donald Trump as an authoritarian? I 
Well, I don't, you know, he, if you're authoritarian, you have to have a system in supporting you. Yeah, and Donald Trump did not have that, not even a little bit. Like, I've never, like, he got basically like 40 mil, 14 million people, right? Is that what it is? I don't know. Basically, he's the reason why Don, that Joe Biden is got the most votes of any president because of Donald Trump. But anyway. You cannot just be authoritarian by yourself. But uh, certainly in United States, with today's uh, condition, you can easily have an authoritarian. In many ways, you're already in the authoritarian state. You just don't know it. Hmm. Someone was saying, I, I know that I'm paranoid every now and again, but as wise man once said, just because you're paranoid doesn't mean they're not out to get you. How so? Many things happens today in U.S. is can be compared to cultural revolution in China. Like what? Like people trying to be unified in certain political correctness. That is very dangerous. PC culture. Interesting. So what this guy is trying to tell us is that PC culture is, is bad. It's forcing everyone to think, have the same thoughts, the same ideology. To tear down people that you disagree with. Hmm. It's dangerous, you say? No. And political correctness, that is very dangerous. You want to go deeper? No, yeah, because actually that, I, that... No, she didn't. Her first thing was like, no, 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 because holy shit. That was the next thing I was going to ask you about. So what kind of political correct extremism? I, it's very philosophical. With today's technology, we know so much more than we really understand. The information becomes jammed. But we don't really understand really have the knowledge because you don't work you don't you don't have to act on anything yeah let's be real about that shit behind the keyboard everyone's real tough and it's really easy to cancel people behind the keyboard i think that's at least that's my what my takeaway from this uh, wise china man you just think you're purified by certain ideas you agree with it that is posing dangers to society, to an extreme uh, divided society. Why do you think that's happened here? I think for a long time, the West material, we, we have much more than we needed. And the Yeah, so what he's saying is, you're all a bunch of soft motherfuckers. Me too, I guess. But I think that's, uh, that makes sense. Excess breeds, as they say, good times make soft men. And we're in that soft men period. So harden up, homie. Rub some Viagra on it. But I just wanted to really, the only reason I even brought that up was because literally, I was like, holy crap, are they still, this interview was pretty recent. This was 
only a couple days ago, four days ago from when I'm recording this, all right? And yes, I watch PBS. Come at me, bro. That's why I'm not that funny anymore, all right? Actually, ever. Don't think I was ever that funny. Especially not today. My mother did say I had a great face for radio. Well, at least there's that. But the thing is, is that the media keeps on bringing back Donald Trump. And I pray to God. I pray to whatever God is listening. No more Trump. I'm done with this fool. We got it. But they keep on talking about how ever since before Donald Trump, this was never a thing. I'm pretty sure it was, bro. That's just it. We have so much just. And I don't know if you noticed this. I did not talk about Kyle Rittenhouse up to this point because nothing's happening. The jury's in deliberation. They're coming back tomorrow to continue. They took, went on a break and whatnot. And I was, and everyone's like, it's going to happen. And I was like, no. And then someone's like, mistrial. And I was like, I, I don't know. I'm just going to wait now at this point. But I think the only thing that I can say that has happened, hopefully, with the few people that have been able to really, like, I guess, take the time to, look, to watch what's going on. And those, there are very few people that are actually watching anything with this Kyle Rittenhouse thing. Like I said, I'm, I was watching hours and hours, hours and hours of this crap. Just so I could almost figure out who I could trust, if that makes any sense. And the people, there were a few outlets that were literally just saying, this is what happens and this is what this means legally. And they were kind of condensing that down. And, I, and I'm and i not going to tell you where to go, but I am going to say this. And I think this is very important with even this whole thing with the authority, you know, with Donald Trump. They always just Donald Trump just living rent free in everyone's head and shit, right? But it's that there is independent media out there and it does take a little bit more time to disseminate and find the people that you can really trust, that you can see who are... Even if they're even if you don't agree with their opinion, that at least you're able to agree with their what's the word I'm looking for? Their reporting of the facts. Because there are outlets out there that slant either left or right and and cover certain topics that I am interested in in terms of the news. And basically, that's what you have to do now. You know, we've gotten to the point now where we have a la carte services for for our for our streaming. Right. You can just pick and choose the the quote unquote wire cutters. But I think we're paying more now for it. Who knows? I would be paying less, except I need Internet out here in the treehouse. And that is not cheap when you live out in the middle of nowhere in a treehouse. But at least they got me a good antenna. I was able to spruce it up. See what it did there? No? All right. But we're taking our entertainment a la carte, and now we have to think about taking our news a la carte and have a balanced diet of news. Someone on the left, someone on the right, someone down here, one corporate meet. You know, it's it's basically that's what you have to do now. And even with uh even with journalism now, you have substacks. There's individuals that you can follow, that you can subscribe to and read their articles and be able to um even fact check them. That's also very important, I believe. 
every now and again. Do a spot check. Do your homework on a story. See where it's at. Don't do it all the time because that's just, you know. But like I said, I think that's very important. That's one of the things that I was able to do. Thank, you know, because they were literally live streaming this entire freaking um, uh, uh, trial. And I was able, and I told you, and I covered a lot of what was misframed and deceptive media coverage. And I was able to go back and even say it like, hey, this is not what happened. This is what did happen. And like I said, that was me disseminate the information to you. Go back and fact check me, please. You know, I even made it a point not to even bring up any of their criminal records, which I did look them up. And I was like, wow. Am I happy? Am... A lot of commentators and, and people were saying that, you know, any loss of life is uh, is is horrific. Well, except for. um, Except for the one. What's his name? Uh, uh, Rittenbaum. Yeah, except that guy. Fuck that guy, man. He burn in hell. So as and the thing is, is that you have people who are believing the narrative that is being put out there by the mainstream media, people that are putting out. I mean, there are people that 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 are protesting out in front of this courthouse, and they have written Joseph Rittenbaum's head like photoshopped onto like a generic superhero. That's what we're doing. A fucking kitty toucher. There's a whole nother conversation to be had anywhere else, but not here. You don't fuck with kids. And that man, originally I said he was 5150. That's what I was. That's He was getting out of a mental hospital. No, he's getting out of the mental ward of the prison. He was in prison for touching kids, little boys. The oldest one was 11. Yeah. The youngest one was five. I will not shed a tear for, uh, for Rittenbaum. But, um, I wanted to use that trial as an example of how you need to, you can no longer just go to CNN or just go to Fox News, which we already knew that they had a slant. But it's now it's time to go, hey, who are the people that I can, with this information that I have in front of me, who is being the most truthful about what I know about this? And then you can go to that outlet, that individual, that commentator, that whatever, that news person, whether you agree with them or not. So that way you can at least know what the facts are. And if and a lot of these people are very good, at least the ones that I follow and listen to and watch, they make sure they bring receipts they have the articles up. They cite the articles. They let you know where you can go and do your homework and say, hey, fact check me. I mean, CNN told you that 
it's illegal to read WikiLeaks. It felt very, you know, it felt like the old Catholic Church, way old, 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 old. Because originally the Catholic Church um, said that they could not translate the Bible into common speak. Because at the time it was uh, only in, in the Roman Catholic Church, it was the Bible was only ever printed in Latin. And that was because the priest said, the priest, the, the, the clergy said that they could not read it because they would not understand it. They were not smart enough that they were the only ones that had the divine knowledge to be able to understand these texts. So for the common man to read it and try to disseminate it would corrupt the word of the Lord. Amen. Well, that's kind of what's happening now in the news. You have these outlets saying, don't go look at these guys. Why are you talking? Don't, don't look at that. We are the only information that you need. I feel like if there was just a news network that just literally just had someone there just reading what happened today. Today in Tulsa, dude ran over other dude. He was doing 45 miles an hour. The speed limit was 15. Dude that was run over, survived, only got a broken leg. Actually, broke his leg. That's, that's another thing you couldn't put in there. Only broke his leg. But, like, wasn't that what Ron Burgundy was supposed to be? Like, that was, at least that's what we were supposed to be. Like, that's what we're being told that that's what new, what news used to be. It was like, this happened today. Here's a squirrel water skiing now. Like, have we always been lied to this whole time? I'm starting to get agita. I'm panicking a little bit. Holy shit, my entire life has been a lie. And what are you going to do? So I think that's going to do us for the Half-Baked Treehouse. It's getting cold out here, and I need to start um, winterizing the treehouse. So I'm going to start that tonight because it is cold. But with all that being said, from the Half-Baked Treehouse, oh, no, don't forget, if you missed any part of the show, we're on Spotify, Stitcher. Come back, look at our show reel. Also, the Google Play Store, the Half-Baked Tree. Look up the Half-Baked Treehouse. Also, if you're listening to on podcast. Four times a week, we broadcast live. That's right. 8 p.m. Pacific. Uh, right around that time. Download the Mixler app. Get notifications. Don't forget to uh, slide into our DMs on Twitter, at Treehouse Duo. So, with all of that being said, I am the Manic Mustache from the Half-Baked Treehouse, reminding you that I am a gorilla. Love yourself. Good night, everybody.